2: Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're live today from the brand new offices of Davis Vision Center. Come see us, 11649 South, 4000 West here in South Jordan. It's so easy to get to. They're painting faces if you want to bring the kids. They're doing all sorts of giveaways. We're giving away jazz tickets. And uh, as a celebration of their new office, they're taking $1,200 off LASIK surgery. So come by and see us, they're actually giving away A free LASIK procedure uh, to somebody who drops by. Now you have to be present to win. Uh, They'll be doing that drawing at 745. But make sure you come by and enter, grab a bite to eat. The food trucks are here. Uh, We're having a lot of fun, Gordo. Yeah, I mean, this is a great setup out here. I love it. And we're basking in the sunshine. It is very nice. Uh, Real quick. Before we bring on Bowler, who's uh, live in studio back at our Carrier Studios of Ivan Smarto Marina, Chad, uh, congratulate on Twitter. Congratulates Austin. Says nice job putting Jake into his verbal place. Incriminating audio suggestion from me, uh, he, and this doesn't count, Austin. You can't pull this. I hate lawyers, all lawyers. And then he says, <laughs> "Seems fair." Gordon has had his, and far worse. Yes, I have. And I Bowler has Lisa's been briefed bad on. Lisa's name
0: for me is Bowler
2: bowler is joining us now and he has been briefed on our uh, our situation here with our bet on the righteous brothers now bowler I'm gonna take my lumps so I'll pay
0: up on the bet
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: but well, you here comes the,
0: here comes the butt you know that, he, he, he just cannot say I was wrong I would, I will uh, own up to my part of what I need to do as Gordon you have done so many times in the past no there's always a, a a but that is not what you meant and you it know is it. exactly what I meant. It's exactly what I meant. What do you think, Bowler?
1: Well, this is a nasty, nasty situation to be involved in. <laughs> you know what? Here's the other thing. I drove all the way downtown to see you guys, and you guys aren't even here. So, no, I'm kidding. No. I knew where you were, but I was down here doing some other stuff, so I thought I'd drop in stu- into the studio. But, look, Austin brought me in. We went, we listened during the break and he, he played it in slow motion, you know, the <laughs> you know, and, and I really kind of heard he shares shares, uh, uh, you know, her, her, her definite young, beautiful voice echoing there for just a moment or two. And then when, when Austin proved there was credit to share, on the album then i really can't argue the fact that Cher is part of the righteous righteous brothers big big mega hit
0: so uh, is it that hard yeah, it, i'm just saying, it's saying it's that, that, that you know it. example I heard a woman's voice. That's all I can tell I you. am
2: following the wisdom of Bowler, and that's why I will record incriminating audio, but that's right, not then, what you were it, talking just about. Just leave
0: it at that. <laughs> I said I heard a woman's voice on there, and you said no. Mm-hmm. That is the, Is you that true or not? You did not is hear a Is that true woman? or not? Mm-hmm. I did hear a woman's Okay, look. Uh, we, we have pounded this into the ground. Uh, and this is how it happened, Bowler. I was listening to that song on my way over here to do the show. Yeah. And just by it, it came on the radio, and I, I listened to it, and I, I swear I heard a woman's voice in there somewhere. And so that's why I said what I'm I I'm going to give
1: Jake a little break here, too, because honestly, the falsetto of the Righteous Brothers could fool some, right? And again, this is all new to me. I always felt like, I kind of always thought maybe it was some sort of a, a, a maybe a child's choir on occasion back in the background, but I never had any idea it was here. This argument reminds me of Stockton pound for pound, the best point guard ever to play in the NBA. It's very, very... Very similar.
0: Yeah, it's just about as one sided. (laughs) Okay. All
2: right. Easy there. All right. Easy there, Gordon. Easy, big fella.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey uh, Buller! Uh, it became official the Jazz released their their broadcast plans uh, today uh, you can read about it at sltrip.com we've got a little summed up uh, on uh, 1280thezone.com but uh, you're going to be back with uh, Harp Ring for the most part this year
1: yeah Harps is back uh, Big T jumps in for about 20 plus games and uh, when he's not on the air he'll be up in the studio and by the way what I love is that we're trying to bring the uh, pre and post game show at halftime, a little closer to the fans. We're actually moving it from the fifth down to the third floor porch and so that we can look out onto the fans and have them interact with us as well. So, hey, look, exciting season. Uh, some changes made, yes, and I'm excited to get back at it. Preseason starts in 11 days. Adelaide 36ers back in town. We'll also hit the road for a couple of road games in uh, Milwaukee and New Orleans. The Favors reunion in preseason, then we'll finish up with the final game against the Blazers uh, before we kick off the regular season at home. So, look, I even tweeted I have a little twitch, a little twitch in my eye today. I mean, I'm ready. I I really am. I'm I'm ready to go. I know Donovan's back in town and uh, Gobert uh, looks uh, healthy and ready. And there's a lot of new faces, a lot of new storylines and a lot of things to talk about uh, as this season is upon us. So let's get going. Let's do it.
0: So, Baller. Now that that uh, that is, uh, we're getting so close. I promise to have you my list of nicknames within the next week. I was going to so say, you start are practicing. You,
1: when them are you going to debut and, this, Gordo? I I want to make sure you want to do it next Tuesday. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you know.
0: yeah, we'll do it whenever it's convenient for you. Because no. I want you to commit I mean, it to I, memory, so it's it's just like automatic, It just you, trips right off the tongue.
1: Jake, have you heard him practice? Is there anything or any any little? maybe preview you could give me so I could at least get an early start. He has not given me one hint, Bowler, and
2: I've got to admit, I'm I'm very excited to hear what he comes up with for Bojan Bogdanovic. Me too.
1: I can hardly wait for that one. You know what? Here's what I want to know, Jazz Nation, if you're, you know, I know you're listening. So, I mean, there's got to be just a, a, a whole bunch of excitement, Gordon. I don't know if, if a week is that may be too long before we all find out. I mean, Jazz Nation's a hungry nation and they need to find out these these nicknames, I mean, ASAP, well, I, pal.
0: I will present them to you and then you are the you're the key here, bowler, okay. because if you use them, then then they will become iconic. Well, Neto but was if you, a clever if you one. Don't,
1: you know, we yeah. miss Howul and we wish him well back east, but nothing but Netto. I use that on several occasions and it you know what, I didn't overuse it, but when it's apropos Pro like a big 3 in the corner, you know, it came it just kind of you know what, you know it's a good nickname when it just pops out and there's no reason or rhyme to it. it. There's no thought, it just happens. That is a yeah. good nickname.
0: Well, that's that was the whole impetus for bags. I mean, because bags was with no, he? With he. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> he's carrying his does bags bring, in and out of town does, all the time. Does anybody
0: even remember his first name? I don't Jeff, remember his first Jeff name. Jeff Withy, right? Bags. Yeah. yeah. But I think of bags, don't you? I think of bags every time. It's <laughs> yeah, my favorite so, nickname you've come so, up with. So we'll work on this together, boy. I, I, oh. I had a I had a football
1: buddy of mine I played with. His name was Tony Bagleone. Does, <laughs> does that even <laughs> come close? Bags. We call him bags. Yeah, bags. we bags. bag bags. Yeah. He was so big, by the way, uh, the Chiefs had to give him a, uh, had to make him a special helmet. Eight and a quarter, that was the size of the hat that he wore, and I wow, think size that's like fourteen, size. size fourteen shoes. Yeah, it was a bucket, a big one, rain bucket. <laughs>
2: Bowler, uh we had Dennis Lindsay on yesterday and uh, he, he was great and everybody can go to 1280 thezone.com and, uh, and download that and if you didn't get a chance to give it a listen but he kind of broke down the new guys and their roles yeah. on their team on the team and I thought it was it was really interesting but it seems after years of, of identifying certain problems with the, the jazz roster, it seems like they've addressed each and every one of those starting with shooting.
1: I, I think that's a, a good analogy of it all. I, I think, as we all know in the West, you have to compete with threes on a, on a, on a given night, and not just a given night now. It's every night that you're on the floor in the NBA, especially in the Western Conference. And if you put Joe and Boyan in left or right corners uh, and you look at the percentages of those, of those two players from those sweet spots, the Jazz are in, are in terrific business. And then, of course, I think with the addition of Conley, uh, the floor opens for Donovan, the corner opens, it opens for Gobert. And, uh the rest of this team should uh, with Quinn Snyder at the helm I'm excited to see Quinn's if if and I'm sure he has to make s- some adjustments with a new guard running the show and and a boy on Bogdanovich also uh running and playing D and getting himself parked in the corner uh I I think there'll be some some you know some changes we all can look for and those are things that that entice and entice me excite me to see what Quinn Snyder comes up with. Um, but, you know, Donovan coming back from the U.S. National, uh, you know, the, with the U.S. National team with the World Championship Games, yes, disappointed, but still, I think, a better player because of his ability to hang with Popovich for nearly a month. Rudy had some success. Joe did as well. Ricky's the one that comes away looking really good, the former Jazz man with the MVP and, and a championship. But, you know, he's property property of the Phoenix Suns now. But, you know, I, I think the Jazz and the fan base, there's so much hype, and this time of year this is my 15th season I don't remember a time maybe except the time when D Will and Boozer were combined together uh, to, to do some magic on that pick and roll but that's been what 10 years ago or more so I understand the excitement and I'm excited with them I'm excited to get behind the mic make uh, travel throughout the league. And, you know, I think the schedule also we haven't talked much about, but I think it does bode well for the Jazz. It's not the um, heavy, intense road trips that the Jazz had to go through last year. There's more balance, and I think the Jazz play a more consistent schedule than they have in the last three or four years since Quinn Snyder took over this team. And I think that should bode well for Utah as well.
0: Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday, Bowler and Jake. Uh, we, you know, that there is no huge built in hurdle to the schedule. No. So the Jazz will be able to put their pieces together because there are newcomers, like you're talking about. And so Quinn can work with them without. Having to climb a mountain while you're doing it—that uh, that should be their to their advantage. I agree with what you were saying there, Bowler, about how intriguing it is to watch what Quinn can do with this particular group of guys. We already know what he can do with last year's version and the year before, but now that he's got Rudy Gobert, he's got uh, Donovan Mitchell. Now, how is he going to work in the Mike Conley and the and the various new parts? It's it's from a from a basketball perspective for people who love basketball I it doesn't get much better than that
1: No and and you know what I think has to the most intriguing part for Jazz fans I think the interchangeable parts will maybe be the most intriguing and what I mean by that is that I think the different combinations now that Quinn is able to beat, you know, to put on the floor may be the most important thing of all. And that's what Dennis and Justin Zanuck uh, did this offseason was to take away one, two, threes and fours off the floor and make them basketball players. We know Rudy is a solid five of the post and that's where he that's where he's gonna be. Uh, unless he surprises us and sneaks outside and stretches to become a stretch five, I'm not sure if that's in the plans of, of of Quinn Snyder. But you know what? We'll wait and see. Could be a fun thing to see if it if you know if it happens. But the bottom line is interchangeable parts, multiple positions played by multiple players, and all that does is confuse defenses, your opponent, and it gives Quinn Snyder a leg up on a lot of different avenues on different nights. Also comes into play with rest, and I think just different looks uh, will help, you know, obviously generate this team and also confuse the opponent. Uh, And this this league, as we know, is tougher by the the year, and the Western Conference is uh, an absolute buzzsaw. You know, if you're a fan, you're going to love every game. Because every game's competitive. Every game has, uh, in my opinion, just multiple storylines. Houston's really intriguing. I'm not sure how long Harden and Westbrook can survive together. And really, is AD and LeBron, are they meant to be? I don't know. I think the Clippers are strong because of Doc. Uh, Doc Rivers holding that team together. But then again, uh, Chris Paul in Oklahoma City, when is he going to bark and one out? I mean, these are things to watch for. And I think they may come early, you know, in the season as well, while the Jazz hopefully are are, uh, are latching, latching onto wins.
2: Bowler, I thought Gordon yesterday uh, brought up a, a really interesting point, although you did use two, like, kind of clunky analogies that merged with one another. But uh, uh, how much. Pressure does this put on Quinn Snyder because it seems like Coach Snyder has, has taped together an offense over the past couple of years and, and been effective at doing it. But now, and, and here was – make sure I get this analogy right. The groceries are of higher quality, <laughs> and so now yeah. Quinn has the pressure chef. to to cook a fine meal. Yeah, yeah the check—that right? Yeah. I like yeah. that. You
0: actually did it better. He actually did it better than I did, but it was something along those lines. Let's yeah. just
1: say the checkout line, you know, or the uh, you know the receipt you get is a little more high level receipt than last year. You know, with with Conley's <laughs> sixty million dollar deal. So when you're checking out the grocery line, that grocery bill is a little higher than it was last year, but. <laughs> You know what? I'll be honest. Honest guys, look what Quinn Snyder did last year. Twenty-three games played on the road before Christmas, and still a fifty-one season. You ask a great question, Jake, because on the outside, I think Quinn will be cool and calm, and on occasion, he'll show you know the anger and the fortitude that we are, are all used to. But look uh, on those plane rides, and I, I guarantee uh, it's business, and it'll even be more so this year. Um, Anyone who flies with us understands what I'm st- I'm talking about because it's it's a workstation in the middle of that airplane with uh, his multitude of coaches, computers come out uh, logging and looking at the opponent, the game prior to, and then breaking that down to move forward and to talk to players on what they did wrong and right uh, on the next time they hit the floor. And I think that even that intensity even increases. Um, you know, Tony uh, Lang was a big part of the Jazz, and he's off to Cleveland. Uh, I think that's a a big hit for the Jazz with coaching bigs. I know the Jazz are trying to probably, uh, uh, let's just say, give people within the organization an opportunity. So I think I haven't heard of another coaching hire uh, since that went down but that's the way the Jazz like to work too I'll probably meet them at at uh, camp next Monday when they have media day so you know those I'm sure there's a lot of things behind the scenes that continue on but I think what what we know is as, as jazz as the jazz coaching staff and the way they go about their business nothing's going to change intensity has always been there but I wouldn't be surprised if it's just a little higher because as you said both of you the expectations it's great to get these players right you spend money the Miller family went along with it, and Connolly's a terrific player. We know that with his 12 years in this league and the way he is in the locker room and what he can bring to mentoring Donovan Mitchell. But Gordon and Jake, the bottom line is, what was the whole premise of this? To win now, to show Donovan and Rudy that the Jazz mean business. And so I think that's where the pressure comes from and the expectations. Is the championship this year? Is it next? Because they have to pay Donovan and Rudy a lot of money. But that's what I'm talking about—the pressure. I think the fans have got to keep it in perspective as well. But it's hard to do so when you have this type of talent. The Jazz have been able to uh, to corral to come to Salt Lake City, and I think each and every one of them also came here for the same reason. And that's the beauty—they want title. They want this to be a title town. And I know it's—you know—the Jazz fans believe it's their time. Uh, I'd love to see it. I'd love to be dancing down Main Street if they let me. I don't know how far I'd get, but again, that's pressure talk, right? So what's real is to go out and play every night and hopefully good things come and also the Jazz stay healthy. That's the other part of this equation. Health is a key to the Jazz this year. Though Though they may have a little better depth, they still have key players they have to keep on the floor.
0: You know, guys, I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Jazz win a title, but I'm not sure I want to see Bowler dancing down Main Street. Oh, I'd make good money to although, see that. Okay, so I've gotten two nicknames out of this segment alone. Okay. One is for Bowler, Tiny Dancer. <laughs> okay. And, and the, the other Tiny is dancer, for but... Quinn Snyder. I'm thinking either The Chef or maybe The Galloping Gourmet. Okay.
1: Huh. You're off
0: already. Huh. I don't know. We'll Galloping I'm, Gourmet. I'm thinking, okay.
1: I'm you know,
0: just. Uh,
1: like I better pass that by Quinn first, pal, before I, I speak those <laughs> Probably words. Probably a good idea. But, you know, <laughs> to get to idea. get back to the pressure, Jake, I'm not trying to say this is title town this year. I'm just saying the pieces are here where fans are excited to have an opportunity to compete, I think, at the next level. That's what it was all about in the offseason, was to give Donovan and Rudy the opportunity with other players, such as Conley and Boyan, to come in here and make this, make this team a player after the injuries that knocked out uh, – uh, kD and clay in, at golden State it opened the door for a lot of teams mind you not only the jazz that's why each and every night so important in the west
2: all right we'll have more with bowler coming up right around the corner stay tuned 975 and 1280 of the zone